What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Mostly Sober Into the Grimdark. This being truly our second episode, but really our third. I can't wait. Yeah. I am joined today once again by my lovely host, my, my lovely yeah co-host here, Miss yeah. T- Miss Taylor. <laughs> hello, hello. And I am Brandon Humerick, your teacher, educator, and partner for this journey into the grim darkness of the 41st millennia. Ooh. Yeah. So, last week we kind of talked about the Necrons. Mm-hmm. It was... I, I listened to it. It was dull. It was a, it was a little bit of a dull episode. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's kind of the Necrons, but... I, this episode, I think, is going to be a lot more interesting. There, there is a lot more going on with the um, the subject of our our episode today. So, with without further ado, shall we get into the Aldari? The Aldari, also known as the Eldar. Okay. Um, but known mainly as the Eldari. Oh. The Eldari were the the race that really kind of took prominence in the galaxy after the Necrons, like succumbed to the biofurnaces and the Catan and whatnot and then went for the big sleep. So, I guess my first question is is the Necrons and the Eldari happening in the same time zone? Like are they t- all- the same Everything that you will hear on this show is happening in the Milky Way galaxy. So the but like at the, the same time as the Necrons were coming down from their peak and they got all turned into their robots and mm-hmm. whatnot and became the robots. The robots. And then the Silent King, who, by the way, I kept saying his name was Sazerac last last week. Really wrong. Really. Yes, his name is Zarek. Zarek or Eric? Mm-hmm. No, Zarek. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Eric. Zarek the Silent King. Mm. Yeah. He was the one that was like, all right, everyone, go to sleep. Um, I also am kicking myself because I did not bring up Trazen the Inf- Infinite last week. We will learn about Trazen because he is a mad lad in himself. Okay. So, the uh, the Eldari, yes. They, they were kind of coming up as the Necrons were going down. Okay. And so the same time frame, just like maybe a year or so later. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, not like a year or so later, like a thousand years. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Did it happen at the same time? <laughs> you said yes. They were they were coexisting in the in the galaxy at the exact same time. Okay. Now, I mean, you got to think of it like this as well. Humans are here, too. Yeah. They're just doing their own thing. Think of it like the 1500s and whatnot. Like, the okay. way that the way that Warhammer is written is that everything that is happening right now could be canon. Like, everything that is happening right now, today, mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. Could be canon to what is happening in Warhammer. Because it is so far ahead of us in the future that we have no idea. Hmm. 
Like for all we know, the, the like the war in heaven that we talked about last week with the mm-hmm. Necrons, yeah. that could be going on this very moment. Hmm. But we wouldn't know because we are in the second millennia. And this takes place in the 41st. It's 2024 right now. Yes. There it is 41,999. Yeah, so it's like very much in our future. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Tens of thousands of years in the future. Yeah, so that's what I was asking too. Like what you're about to talk about what and versus the Necrons. Like it was thousands of years apart, not just happening at the same time. Correct. Okay. That's what I needed to know. I'm I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. We can But the the Necrons are like they are currently doing their thing in the forty first millennium as well. They are starting to wake up from their sleep. And like they're still out is Aldari as well in in the forty first millennia also. And there's humans. There there's a new empire that just came into prominence within the last few hundred years. Like that started showing up. Like like humanity actually found there's a new there's a new faction called the Tau Empire. Humanity found the Tau when they were like cave dwellers. And then they stopped paying attention to them for a couple thousand years and came back and they were like, oh shit, they've got space flight. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that's when, when we say millions of worlds, it is not an exaggeration. Yeah. Like the, the scale of 40 K is huge Mm -hmm. in terms of time, space, people, things like that. Okay. I'm following. To an extent. I, I'm, it's hard to it's wrap hard. your head around yeah. at first. I am very well aware. Yeah. All right. But so, I'm learning. We're here. So the Eldari are, 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 they are humanoid, just like us. They're a little bit taller than the average human with longer limbs and whatnot. They also are said to have very well-defined facial features and pale skin described like polished marble. The two most identifiable features, though, that they have are their slanted eyes that possess a penetrating quality that is more akin to that of a hunting feline than a human's, and their pointed ears. I like these already. They are space elves. That's exactly what I'm hearing, and that's exactly why I love them already. Yep. They, I can picture it now. They're probably gorgeous. And mm-hmm. one of them would be my husband. So unlike humans, the Eldari, this is why I think you, this is another reason I think you would like them. Unlike mm-hmm. humans, the Eldari experience all five sentence, senses on a much higher scale. So much higher that the Eldari were even able to experience states of ecstasy. And I am air quoting the fuck out of that word. Oh, through through music, food, perfumes, and physical beauty. So people just be like, they hear some really good music and are just coming. They hear the song "Jizz in My Pants" and "Jizz in My Pants." 
Oh. Their pants, just in their pants. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm into it. I gotta say. Conversely, they also experienced the same heightened level of revulsion from some of these experiences. So it's like they, it, all they of the good qualities, they, 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 they feel on such a higher level, but they also, they feel such revulsion on yeah. such a higher level. So, so it really brings home the point of you either love it or you fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. They're either coming in in the pants or they're throwing up on the side of the road. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. I, I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. The physiology of the Aldari is when their true alien nature appears. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so th- them feeling all of this, uh-huh. these senses and whatnot, it often lends to, lends to them being haughty or acting in a pretentious manner, or at least the appearance of that coming across. It is not often that it is the appearance. They truly are just haughty and pretentious and think they are better than everyone. I can see that. You know, mm-hmm. when you're a space elf and uh, you can literally reach completion by a, a song, I'm into it. I mean, I think I think I'm a little bit better than every, everybody else. Well, this is this is the forty first millennia as well. This is yeah. the grim dark. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna continue. Okay. I'm just gonna continue because I'm not sure how to say what I want to say without spoiling shit later. Gotcha. So. Uh, the physiology of the Aldari is when their true alien nature appears. Mm-hmm. The Aldari hearts beat twice the speed of a human heart, while their minds process information, possibilities, and emotion fast enough that the smartest of humanity could not keep up. Interesting. They claim that the dullest of Aldari, the dullest... The dumbest of the bunch. Correct. Would be a once-in-a-generation genius in humanity. Okay, so yeah. their dumbest beats fit all of us combined. Correct. Gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be funny. The immune system and the organs of the Aldari operate so much more efficiently that aging does not rem- render them frail or senile. Hmm. As long as an Aldari can survive the horrors of the galaxy, they can live for a millennia and thanks to their hyperactive physiology and neurology can enjoy a rich life sensitive, a life of rich sensitive, enjoy life of rich sensation without having to worry about any kinds of disease or illness. They cannot die, not like they can't die from old age. So somebody be stabbing. Nat- yeah, natural causes cannot kill them. Huh. They die they die from the blade. It's think of it like the elves of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like naturally the elves won't die. Yeah. So, Outside sources. Correct. That's interesting. Yeah. Again, the more you talk about them, the more I'm I'm digging them. The I'm not. E- I haven't even gotten to the part yet that I think is going to be your favorite. Oh, <laughs> count me intrigued. 
So, um, on top of all of this, every Eldari is a psyker to a certain extent. So, all of them ha- can control the psychic can control psychic abilities of some some kind like moving shit yeah hmm like yeah. just like moving shit like jim from the off like moving shit from with his kind own. of but being a psyker like it allows you to use the power of the warp mm mm okay yeah okay and the aldari are very in tune with it very in tune with it. Like an untrained psyker, an untrained human psyker could open up a, could accidentally open up a portal into the warp and allow demons to just swarm out and completely destroy the planet they are on. Interesting. One unchecked psyker could do that accidentally. This is an entire race of potent psychers. Hmm. That can control their shit. So they're dumbest and most unhinged or untrained is, I guess, guess the better word. Could still best humanity's best. With you know, the, with, I, I, humanity's best is the emperor. They could not best the emperor. The emperor is essentially a god, but he's hmm. not. No one knows what the Emperor is, though. That's the thing. Hmm. But other members of of humanity, like, maybe the Primarchs would do well against... The the Primarchs would do well against, like, the average Eldari, but, like, the average human would not do well against the average Eldari. Gotcha. Yes. So, um, it is said that the ancient Eldari could read a person's thoughts with a mere glance using these psychic abilities, and that the... And that those being being prepared for war could crush a weapon with a simple narrowing of their eyes. Yeah. That'd be cool. They just kind of squint at like another person's sword and it just falls apart. Could you imagine being in a fight with somebody? And, and it's kind of like when you want to feel somebody... If you want somebody to feel emasculated, you know, you squint at the, near their junk. Like, can I... I can't see, you know? But like kind of like doing that in a battle but with somebody's sword and going oh so this your sword is so small i just it's gone it's dust now i don't all, know what you're they, talking about with the junk thing but you yeah. know like when when sure. you used to like squint like <laughs> no can't say that i do <laughs> can't say that i have any idea what you are talking about <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sorry. It's okay. We are doing this at like n- nearly 10 o'clock on a Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, I'm exhausted. But it's I'm okay. here. <laughs> um, they were able to use the psychic potency to create technology that ran off their own psychic powers. And that was basically all of the technology that they, they had ran off of their own psychic energy. At the peak of the Eldari's power, nothing was beyond their reach, and no form of exploration or er- experimentation was forbidden. They only asked if they could rather than if they should, and their confidence was total. They piled the stars at will and immersed themselves in every wonder and sensation that they could find. They created entire worlds dedicated to their pleasure. Such was their dominance that even the stars lived and died at their whim. 
Okay. I I said the line about they've made they made entire worlds dedicated to their pleasure. If you could have seen Taylor snap to attention when I said that. It's an interesting line. Um, having said that, I think we need more creatures in this world that live and breathe pleasure. I don't think we do. There's a reason for that. I think it'd be fun. I'll continue. Please, I digress. On thousands of worlds, the Eldari sought their desires with no thought in their minds besides indulgence. I get it now. They had mastered the webway to... You don't. They had mastered (laughs) the webway to such an extent that they had extended it into the entire galaxy and they had learned much more about the universe that has been lost today. Remember the webway is kind of that... That, like, um... Area I was talking about last week that goes in be- in between the real space and the immaterium. Yes, the Aldari are able to use that pretty much un unheathered, unbothered, unheathered. Yes. Mm. Um. Oh yes. At this point, at this point, when an Aldari died, even after a millennium uh, long life. They would calmly go into the Aether to be reborn thanks to the care of their gods. For then the warp did not thirst for their souls as it does now. So these motherfuckers, they live a millennium, right? Then they die Mm -hmm. just to be reborn as the same thing, to live another millennia? Basically. The Eldari never knew a true death because they would always reincarnate thanks to their gods. Now did Now that actually adds a, another question in my mind. The the gods? No, do they When an Eldari gets reborn, do they retain their memories and whatnot? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, that's then that's a good uh, yeah. out there question, I think. Yeah. We should figure that out one it's day. It's probably something that if I dove deeper yeah. into, I could figure out. Yeah. Because I'm a, thinking... There's a book sitting right here that I bet has that information in yeah, it I somewhere. It because I'm trying to think, like, would it be, like, more of, like, a deja vu type of thing? I don't know why I said it like that. Deja vu type of thing. Or would it be, like, it's just the soul being reborn, but not, like, the memories... Or would they just be like, hey, Phil, nice seeing you again. <laughs> Probably the soul is reborn, but not the memories. Yeah, that would make more sense. <clears throat> I am so sorry. That was disgusting. They they did still fight wars um, against upstart younger races, but they would beat them back easily every time. Their control over the galaxy was absolute at this point. Hmm. And and that's the thing. The Eldari are so like even still they are so fucking fast that humanity does not have a chance to like stop them. Mm. That that's the thing. Yes, that is that is a I want to say that is a Phoenix Lord. Mm. But I so that may, that may be a Tau thing. Um I think it's a Tau thing. I don't know what that is actually. 
Okay. First thing I saw was, so it has wings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but not actually. It's the suit. They have wings. Oh, God. I'm intrigued. You want Corvus Corax then. You want your fucking Edgar Allan Poe Raven Boy. That's who you want. His last words are literally tattooed on your body. Yes, it is. So, that's your man. You'll learn about him, but we've got like six months until we get to until we get to Corvax. Hmm. So... Uh, the catalyst for their downfall did not come from the from some outside Zenoth's threat, but from their own collective psyche. Their deep, insatiable need to fuel their passions and follow every witch to the, wish to the extreme would be the beginning of the end for the Aldari Empire. Hmm. With all of their needs met, the Aldari could f- could fill every waking moment of their long lives sating every whim. Many surrendered entirely to their hedonistic impulses and exotic ca- exotic cults dedicated to the countless kinds of sensual excess and esoteric knowledge sprang, sprang up across their domains. The older, nobler pursuits were cast aside as dull and overly restrictive. You got me at cults. <laughs> I don't know why I like it, but I'm involved. Two bullets down is where I'm really going to get you. Oh. Don't read that one yet. Okay. I'll keep my (laughs) eyes away. The Eldari found themselves looking for more. They sought out every imaginable way to explore the full range of their emotions and senses. This level of excess and debauchery was so corrosive that even their souls began to be affected. The pleasure cults gained (laughs) control over the Eldari society. The act of members passing beyond the bonds of even an extreme addiction. Mm. Millions were totally consumed by their darkest passions and fantasies. And Eldari culture slipped into anarchy. Yes. (laughs) Pleasure cults. Yes. Entire planets of pleasure gardens. And you're trying to tell me this is wrong. Why? You will find the fuck out. The only Just thing I can like think of Aldari is like. Did. The only thing I can think of is you're either way too distracted by fucking each other or you basically sexually assault so many other different types of races. We, I, I have already told you that there is a downfall coming, so you know it's coming. They were fucking each other. So, <clears throat> um, some Aldari saw what was happening and decided to flee to remote worlds at the fringes of the Aldari Empire. These people were referred to as the Exodites, mm. and they reverted to a more, a more Puritan way of life to try and stave off the spiritual decline of their race. Over the t- over time, the lusts of the Aldari grew to such an extent that killers and depraved criminals began to stalk the shadows. Torture and murder became avaricious pursuits in their own right and blood flowed in the streets. 
Hidden realms within the webway were turned over entirely to the pursuit of sadism and excesses of every kind. Paradise worlds were twisted to the experiencing of the darkest sensations. So now they've started murder-fucking each other! I knew it! Well, actually, no, I didn't. I thought they were just fucking each other, and then they were distracted, and then people were like, oh, let's kill them while they're fucking... Which, I mean, that's a low blow. It is. Literally. It's even lower to be like, damn, I'm getting railed by this person, and then all of a sudden they just slit your throat. Wait a second. I thought they just fucked too deep that they just die. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like fucking gouge a knife into someone and rip their entrails out and keep them alive during it so they're feeling the, the sensation of everything. People would volunteer for this. I cannot stress this enough. They, there was people that wanted this to happen to them. Oh my god. Yes. You might have lost me. <laughs> First half, really in. <laughs> 20 times in. Taylor's like... Second half... They, they, they really thought they had us in the first half. <laughs> Second half? Intermission was pretty good. Second half... Uh, so, you know, that halftime show that you was pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought I was walking in on a, on a porno. <laughs> I walked in on a... On a... Nope, you walked in on a, on a smut film. Or no, what were they, what are they called? Oh, uh, no, smut films I would watch. The, the, the fucking ones that are like, that people get legs cut off and shit like that. Yeah, I just, I can't yeah. do that. I mm-hmm. think that's a, that's a little bit out of the wheelhouse. Um, that's a little bit, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, of the same species? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. Mm-hmm. so it's not even like fucking your enemy mm-hmm. and doing this. That's different. Okay. Okay. Um, continue, good sir, while I process this information. Oh, just wait. Oh, God. <clears throat> um, where was I? Oh, fearing the impending danger, Moral Dari fled. Many of them embarked upon gigantic world vessels known as craft worlds. Hmm. I, these are like hundreds and thousands of kilometers long Hmm. it is basically like they are moving with a small moon yeah i get it yeah i'd be on a small moon to get away from the uh, murder fucking over there well oh no (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me (laughs) uh so the exodites and the craft world are and the craft world Eldari few in number were few in number and were openly scorned and ridiculed by those of their kin who continued in their lives of depravity. Hmm. Yeah. Within the warp, thoughts and emotions generated in real space flow together in the form of psychic energy. Fed by fellow feelings until they achieve a conscien- a consciousness of sorts. They become entities of greater or lesser potency depending on the intensity of their origin. 
amidst the swirling psychic energy of the Empyrean, the corruption of the decadent Eldari became manifest on a horrifying scale as the flood of raw emotions coalesced into a gestalt consciousness. They are birthing something in the warp. Because as as they are feeling these intense um, like feelings, emotions, they yeah. are being murdered and things like that. So they are taking these intense feelings into the warp when they die. And it is just, it's basically creating a massive warp storm within the warp. Like it is upsetting the balance of nature in the Mm -hmm. warp. So much so that while this is all going on, a massive warp storm is going on that that is so bad that lesser civilizations cannot travel through the warp oh yes this time in humanity is known as um the age of darkness huh or the age of strife something like that okay. because they couldn't get they could they, they were couldn't they move. were separated from terra okay they were completely cut off interesting yes Yes. Hmm. But don't worry, because the warp storm gets cleared. Does somebody fuck a warp storm? You know, in a sense, yes. (laughs) Yes, actually. In a sense, yes. (laughs) Does somebody fuck a warp storm? Yes. But, like, how would you? Oh, they would find a way. They really would. Hmm. What an unimaginable, foul, and sickening thing it was that the Eldari unknowingly raised in the warp. It was a dire shadow of themselves, of what they had become, of nobility and pride brought low by persistency and shamelessness. I'm sorry, that's perversity. Perversity (laughs) and shamelessness. Worlds burned as the Eldari slew and laughed and feasted upon the corpses of the dead. Slowly, the great enemy stirred towards wakefulness. Too late, the Eldari realized that they had a great had created a god in their own hideous image. A god grown immense and potent by suckling upon the dark fodder of the Eldari soul. No creature was ever conceived that was as terrible or as perverse as the major chaos god Slanesh. It is a name the Eldari will not speak, instead whispering, and I really hope I do, I'm going to butcher this, Shailanthresh, translated into Low Gothic as She Who Thirsts. When Slanesh fully burst into divine consciousness, there was not one Aldari alive who did not feel its claws in their soul. With a howl of raw power, Slanesh roared into supernatural life. 
A psychic implosion tore at the universe. Countless billions of Eldari screamed aloud and fell dead. From the moment that Slanesh burst into being, the soul of every living Eldari was forfeit. Upon the death of a of the body, an unprotected Aldari soul would be dragged into the warp and thence into an eternity of hideous torment within the psychic gullet, gullet of she who thirsts. In a heartbeat, the shining Aldari civilization that had lasted for eons had its heart ripped out, leaving a pulsing afterbirth of pure chaos in its place. The spirits of the Eldari were drawn from within them and consumed as their blasphemous creature took its first infernal breath. Intoxicated with the potent draught of billions of souls, Slanesh laughed and looked upon a universe ripe for the taking. This is scary. <laughs> I don't like it. You look terrified. I don't I don't like that. <laughs> that I just liked when they were having a good time just fucking everything. And then you and then they they got, they got all crazy. All things have their consequences in the 41st millennium. I just liked when they felt like little fairies just fucking away. Then <laughs> they had to get all weird. <laughs> They say, they call Slanesh's first breath, if I remember this correctly, they refer to it as the Great Suck. <laughs> because in her first breath, she literally sucked out the souls of billions of creatures. Oh my god. Not only that, in that first breath, Slanesh also ended up killing a majority of the Eldari gods. From what I can remember, only four, three for sure, are still alive of their gods. I think Yanid is an Eldari god, but I'm not entirely sure. Mm. But there is Isha, the mother. Isha is currently in a jar. I was about to say, if you call any, I mean, I, I've seen enough, like, fantasy shows and stuff, where or, like, read fantasy books, where when anybody's called the mother, or just mother, they end up, like, they're the bad guy. They end up dead, or in a jar. Isha, unfortunately, was actually, like, really good. Oh, that, that's actually, Isha, that's like, sad. really loved the Aldari. Like I she, take back my statement. She in in their legends, she does a lot to birth the like the homeworlds of the Odari, mm. and to really help them. It was her and who was the hunter. I can't remember who the hunter is, but it was her and them and him who were really like the two big ones that wanted to help the Odari, and it scorned another one of another like one or two of their gods. So. There was it's a whole thing. I can tell you that story later. But yeah. but anyway, there's there's Isha. She is currently in a jar. Huh. That Nurgle has. Nurgle. Nurgle is the K 
chaos god of pest, uh, pestilence and disease. Gotcha. Okay. But also the chaos god of acceptance. And that's why I love Grandfather Nurgle. Because that's something you need to remember with the chaos gods. Yes, they are always talked about representing the bad. Like the bad traits and whatnot. But conversely, they also represent the good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. But it's in their own weird ways. So is he just walking around with like a jar? Um, yeah. He really? just He just sits there at his pot making diseases and shit all day. And there she is in a jar that's like full of like other diseases like he tests Hmm. diseases on her interesting and then there's Cain Cain is the Aldari god of murder that is still that is still alive and actually the Aldari can can summon an avatar of Cain that is like a giant fucking fire creature Hmm. and almost every time that I've seen him come up he gets bodied like, the Avatar of Kane is something that it seems like Games Workshop or Games Workshop writers love to use mm-hmm. to show how strong a character is. Like, oh, this character beat a an Avatar of Kane by themselves or some shit like that. And then there's Kegarok. Um, Kegarok is the laughing god and the god of the Harlequins. The har- For some reason... The Harlequins are the only faction within the Aldari that Slanesh has not got a hold of their souls. Okay. So, some some Aldari did survive this. Okay. And it's kind of like... It's like they're still alive, but Slanesh is kind of... Just like, just barely kind of got a hold of their shirt. Gotcha. Just like waiting, just like. Like keeping an eye on the situation. I I know, like when, whenever you die. Yeah. And you can't keep, keep fighting back against me. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a eat you up. Oh. Like your your soul is mine. He has a pause on that. Yeah. He's, he's sticking around. Any Eldari. Ever. Mm. Even if they weren't alive then, but they are alive now, their soul is forfeit to Slanesh. Mm. A chaos god of their own creation. I do love chaos gods. It's so, just something about it. We've actually talked about something last week that was um that it it happened because of the birth of Slanesh. Mm-hmm. So the birth of Slanesh cleared up the warp storms within the warp and actually allowed travel again through the warp. Uh, The epicenter of the psychic apocalypse lay within the gilded heart of the Aldari Empire in the northwestern region of the galaxy from Terra. All Aldari within within thousands of light years were reduced to lifeless husks, their souls forever claims by she who thirsts. Even those who had foreseen the catastrophe and fled upon their craft worlds were overwhelmed with only those furthest from the... What was I trying to type there? (laughs) With only those that were furthest from the devastation surviving. The remote Exodite Maiden worlds remained largely, largely untouched. 
But with a single mo- within a single moment, the Aldari had become a doomed people. Their nemesis would bo- was born, and who would hunt them for the rest of eternity? The sho- uh, psychic shockwave focused upon the Eldari, but billions of other humans, orcs, and other like creatures from intelligent species were also affected and obliterated as well. Warp space convulsed as a cosmic hurricane of rage, or a cosmic hurricane raged across the galaxy. The fabric of reality was torn apart and the warp spilled from a dimensional rift into the material universe, turning hope into despair and paradise into hell. Psychers of all races howled with pain as their people died in a storm of blood and madness. The rolling wound in real space spread outward until it completely encompassed the Aldari realms of old. This gaping lesion would come to be known as the Eye of Terror, and until its and, in, and until its size and horrors were surpassed by the Great Rift, it stood as the largest area in the galaxy where the warp and the material universe overlapped as part of a warp rift. So they are the reason that the Eye of Terror is there. Correct. Because okay, yeah. Because I remember you showing it to me, mm-hmm. but like you couldn't really give me much detail on it yet. Yes. Okay. I, I'm here. I'm there. I'm yes. everywhere. I'm not with the Aldari, though. They were fun in the first half. They really had. Intermission got a little bit weird. <laughs> oh, Lord. So within its reach, within the reaches of the Eye of Terror, demons bathed in the raw energy of the... Um, of the ether whilst demon princes and the worshipers of chaos ruled over former Aldari paradise planets, turning them into nightmare worlds of fire and darkness for 10,000 long Terran years before the fall of the Aldari, the warp had been riven with storm and tempest, making it almost impossible for the vessels of the lesser races to travel across great distances between the stars. With the birth of Slanesh, the warp w- was becalmed, its rage temporarily spent. A new equilibrium was reached as Slanesh joined the ranks of the major chaos gods. With the warp storms around, ancient Terra finally dispersed at the end of the period known to humanity as the Age of Strife. The newly risen emperor of mankind was able to launch his great crusade to reunify the scattered worlds of mankind. A new power took its place in the galaxy as isolated human worlds from across the stars were unified under the same banner. In this way, the fall of the Eldari heralded the rise of the nascent Imperium of Man, and so mankind inherited the stars. I'm trying to find like a good photo. Oh, is like that what they look like? So that is a Harlequin. Oh, right there. The, okay. Those people worship the la- the laughing god. God. Oh, yep. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just so trying actually, to figure out like a good photo of like them. There would be one. Where's your brain? People, if people are listening and know about Warhammer, they know about your brain. Your brain is been memed to be Gilliman's girlfriend. That's your. <gasps> oh my god, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that's your brain. 
Um, oh, Lordy. She's memed to be Gilliman's girlfriend. They've okay. literally said about six words to each other. She brought him back from dead, though, which was cool. Yeah. So you're telling me that that's what they look like and they're just murder fucking each other. Correct. Correct. Interesting. She also, she's using a fan blade as one of her weapons there. Yeah. The one in this hand. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's an, in, it's interesting, it, you know, it's interesting. Um, I definitely find it like they're cool. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting. So there have been, um, there are a couple different factions of Aldari now, and I'm going to, I want to tell them, tell you about all of them. So they're referred to as kindreds. That's just kind of like all of them combined at this point. The first group is the Asaryani. Um, They are referred to as the Asaryani or the craft world Aldari. It is becoming more common within the Imperium of Man to refer to the craft world Aldari as just the Aldari. Um, the craft world Aldari tend to work with people sometimes, like with humanity. Hmm. So the Asriani or the craft world Aldari are those of the race who repented of the ways of pleasure cults only a short time before the fall of the Aldari and sought to leave the heart of the decadent Aldari empire behind before disaster could ensue. As the heart of their civilization was torn out by this catastrophe of their own making, many of the surviving Aldari, now calling themselves Eldar, to outsiders and Asriyani among themselves, fled the core worlds of the Aldari Empire upon galactic continent-sized starships once used for commerce and trade that they named Craft Worlds. So, almost each... um, craft world has kind of become its own thing mm-hmm. it's almost like a sub faction in there so of, of the craft world Aldari you have the Alatok you have the Belton the Ayaden the Semenhan the Uthway. Yeah, and the Uthway. The next group you have are the Drukhari. I like that name. The Drukhari are assholes. But they have a cool name. <laughs> In the wake of the fall of the ancient Aldari civilization... the I'm sorry. In the wake of the fall, the ancient Aldari civilization was reduced to a broken diaspora. Their empire destroyed by the aftershock of Slanesh's inception. Yet those adherents of pleasure cults hidden in the settlements within the webway remained all but untouched. Protected by the nature of the webway substance from, from the soul thirst of the newborn chaos god. Great swaths of the labyrinth dimension itself were shattered into ruin, but many of those Aldari who had built personal empires... In and around Kamarag survived the birth of Slanesh. The echoes of the new god's arrival had wrought insidious changes within them, changes who, whose horrific nature would not be fully comprehended until later, 
but the Comorant Eldari had escaped destruction. So basically, one of the reasons why they're still around at this point, the Webway protected them, but Slanesh still doesn't get at their souls because they've kind of realized, hey, if we do kind of Slaneshy things, yeah. Slanesh isn't so interested in us. Oh, so trying to kind of be... They're almost slim. They're almost like trying to be under the radar, blend in. No, they're they're kind of like they're they're being forced to be Slanesh worshippers mm. without worshiping Slanesh because they're doing all of the things that a Slanesh worshipper would do, like sacrificing people. But again, is that to blend in and like? No, no it's it's not to blend in. Because I I that I think that's like going under the radar. Like, because like the craft world Eldari, mm-hmm. they they're doing the exact opposite. But they've found a way to protect themselves at least from Slanesh. This is basically them being forced to, like, this is the only way we know to protect our souls from Slanesh. So we have to do this. Yeah, that's kind of going under the radar. Well, they're not going under the radar there. Like, they're going out being like, we are doing this to save ourselves. Fuck you. I'm cutting your skin off and you are becoming my next couch. Okay. Like, 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 a worshiper of corn would be like blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. Like I want to kill and rampage and murder as much as possible. Slanesh is just like, let's kill him slowly. Mm-hmm. Let's make him feel every ounce of this. Let's flay them and keep them alive. Shit like that. Mm. Meanwhile, Corn's over here just like fucking get it over with. Kill the bastard, please. Mm. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I still won't really get it, but okay. The Drukar- Think of the Drukari as Dark Eldar. Okay. Think of them as Dark Elves. Yeah. They're basically elves that have fallen to chaos. Gotcha. Without themselves being chaos worshippers. Because okay. they've had to do chaos things to survive. I get it now. I'm there. You just needed to say that the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there. (laughs) Okay, so we also have the Harlequins. The Harlequins are the strangest and most ignamic of all the Eldari factions. They are warrior acrobats. Battlefield performers who make no distinction between war and art whose breathtaking feats of agility and violence make them a terror for all of those that they face. Using the hidden paths of the webway, the masks of the Harlequins strike without warning and kill without mercy. The Harlequins are superlative battlefield artists, yet they are more like they yet they are more than just warriors. So basically the the Harlequins 
Life is a performance to a Harlequin. Mm. The battlefield is nothing but another stage of the performance that is life. So literally, Harley Quinn. They, the Harlequin, <laughs> the Harlequins will make battle decisions on what's going to look the best. What's going to be the like best that. performance piece? <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah. That's so fun. So uh, every Harlequin is a devoted servant of Kegarok, the laughing god. The only Eldari deity said to have survived the birth of Slanesh fully intact. So, like, with Isha being in her jar, uh, Cain, the, Mm -hmm. like, the god of war for the Eldari, he's, like, he's lost, like, half his power. Yeah. And then, like I said, I don't know if Yanid is actually a god or not, Mm -hmm. but Yanid's just, like, there as well. Yeah. Um... While depicted as an agnamic and sinister trickster whose deeds are far from altruistic, Kegarok is also the sworn enemy of the dark gods of Chaos and of Slanesh in particular. The Harlequins have fought to exact Kegarok's vengeance upon she who thirsts for the destruction of the ancient Eldari civilization for Terran millennia. So they're kind of taking the fight straight to Slanesh. Mm-hmm. Just like, our dad told us, fuck you. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Interesting. No one knows why Kegarok survived fully intact. Gotcha. At least if they do, I have not learned it. Gotcha. And I have learned a lot of shit about this. Yeah. But one of the things that I heard recently is apparently a lot of Eldari are joining the Harlequins right now. Hmm. And people are not sure why. They just don't know. Like, there is there is shit coming and people are, like, trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Because, like, the last time that shit came was the 13th Black Crusade and shit went fucking crazy. Like, major characters died. Fucking entire worlds were lost. But... Who decides that the Aldari are going to join with the Harlequins? Games Workshop. That makes sense. The people that make this. That makes more sense. (laughs) I was like, I don't understand. I am still trying to understand everything. So it's like, who makes the rules? Yeah. Who who gives us the lore? Like, I'm still trying to understand that, too. Games Workshop gives us everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. All of the books that are written, stuff like that, they are all written for Games Workshop. Games Workshop has their writers that they work with. Some of them are better than others. Yeah. And, you know, but it information kind of varies and whatnot. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about this. The fucking Exodites. Oh, yeah. The ones that live the Puritan life. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what they use as battle mounts? Oh, God. Fucking dinosaurs. That is a picture of a fucking Exodite riding a dinosaur right there. (laughs) And they are fighting a fucking space marine. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I forgot about that shit. (laughs) Is that like, what kind of dinosaur? I... God only knows if it's a dinosaur that we would know. Yeah, but I kind of want... an Aldari dinosaur. That's hysterical. Yes. They are called dragon knights. <laughs> yeah. So it's a dragon. But it's a dinosaur. It's a wavering. 
But it's a dinosaur. I don't see wings. Hmm. Yeah. If anything, it's a overgrown gecko. Okay. I can get there. Uh, yeah, I get that. So, for the Exodites, as Eldari from every corner of their ancient empire wallowed in their most unnatural impulses in the pursuit of debauchery and the pleasure cults gained a tighter hold over their society, the Eldari became increasingly divided. Those who saw early on the foulness that corrupted their people for what it was became known as the Exodites because they, like, exited... That makes sense. Yeah. And they departed to new, uh, I'm sorry, departed to found newly terraformed colony planets called Maiden Worlds on the fringes of the Aldari Empire. These Exodites were mocked by a majority of the Aldari for they ensued much of their race's supreme technology and returned instead to a simpler, more spiritual way of life where hard labor was needed to raise food and carry out all other necessities of survival. Yet the Exodites alone who would wholly avoid the horror that was to follow. Hmm. Yeah. It's crazy what riding dinosaurs will do to a person. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. there. Okay. So there's the Yanari as well. Okay. I don't know how many more of these are. Uh, that's uh, yeah. There's one more after this. Okay, so there's the, there's the Yanari. Um, the diverse peoples of the Eldari have each created their own measures to avoid their spirits being consumed by Slamesh. The Asriani wear psychocrystalline spirit stones. Those are the craft world Eldari that act as a safe haven uh, for their souls at the moment of their deaths. These stones are then interned. Within a craft world's infinity circuit, a haven where the dead are protected from the great enemy's clutches while still able to communicate with the living. So basically they wear like these talismans that if they die, their soul gets sucked into this stone before Slanesh can get it. And then they're taken back to their ships and they're put into like a fucking supercomputer that holds their soul. And they're still able to talk with the fucking living. That's interesting. I like that. That's what the craft world Aldari do. That's how they prevent their souls from being sucked up by Slanesh. The Harlequins pledge themselves to Kegarok, the laughing god, who col- yeah. who collects their souls. So he collects their souls when they pl- when they pledge their loyalty to them and such protecting them from Slanesh. I guess if I'm going to be any of these, it'd be the one where you get put into an amulet. I'd probably be a Harlequin. Or a Harlequin. If, 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 I, had to, if I had to pick. Because then you, you're you saved either way. Yeah. But it's, for, at least from Slanesh, but it's just a, which way do you want to be saved? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think if you're going to go out, I mean, go out with a fucking bang. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, make it a p- performance, you know? Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of the, uh, their thing, isn't it? Yeah, and so, I like that. So this, um, I'm sorry, my page crashed on me. But uh, this next next segment is actually exactly what I was talking about. So it's, mm-hmm. it says how the, the Harlequins plug their stuff, the Kegarok. Yeah. While the Drukhari ensure others suffer so that they do not. That makes sense. A devil's bargain that only postpones their fate. So basically they're like, 
I'll fucking torture this person for Slanesh. And Slanesh is like, all right, that'll give you two hours where I won't be after you. So they're just, they're only delaying the inevitable. Yeah. So. Which it's like, I I get it, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, when you know it's going to happen, bitch, just let it fucking happen. I mean, why are you doing all this shit that apparently you claim to hate? doing right to to just delay some shit happening to you like i get it it's self-preservation preservation preservation thank you and remember think of them as pretentious haughty elves so yes self-preservation is always first and foremost i i get it i think that's and i think that's why like i kind of like them too to an extent because Mm -hmm. it's it's what humans do we self preserve more than anything yeah so however there is a new faction of aldari who believe they have a way of not just avoiding the the predations of slanesh but defeating the chaos god entirely Hmm. the yanari or reborn are a rising force that pay heed to an ancient eldari belief that is more and more of their rate that as more and more of their race die and their spirits pass into the infinity circuits of the craft worlds, they might form a gestalt consciousness. When every last one of them passes, they will awaken and empower the birth of a new being, Yanid, the Whispering God, the Eldari God of the Dead. The Baleful Presence will be strong enough to destroy Slanesh, so so ending the dreaded curse that the Dark God has held over the Eldari since its loathem, loathsome birth over 10,000 years ago. The High Farseer Eldrad Uthrin of Uthway attempted to begin this awakening process early at the Battle of Port Demenesis in 999 Millennium 41, but his plot only stirred the set the sentience in the warp that would become Yanid. Soon after, on the night of revelations in Kamarog, a faction uh, or a fraction of the Whispering Gods, will and power was imparted into a single soul, Yavrain, daughter of the Shades, the one that we talked about earlier, the yeah. one that everyone memes to be with Robot Gilliman, mm-hmm. but they've said like six words to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um. In that instant, she became a conduit for the deathly energies, a reservoir of Aldari spirits that live on within her. This this power could be attained by all who pledge themselves to the service of Yanid. No longer would death hold any fear as the souls of the departed Aldari would be harnessed not by spirit stones or other such techn- technological means, but by the living themselves. So this is where Yanid comes into it, is with the Yanari. Mm-hmm. The Yanari were the ones that's, that... The, the the Yanari helped the Ultramarines push back a fucking Tyranid invasion and actually brought R- Rebute Gilliman back to life. Hmm. He had been in stasis for 10,000 years, literally about to breathe his last breath. And they were able to bring him back. Hmm. very recently like this is a really exciting time to kind of get into Warhammer because all of the Primarchs are starting to come back 
Interesting. Like, my favorite Primark just made his first appearance within the real space for the first time in 10,000 years. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my gas mask, wing wing heaven, scythe wielding boy, Mortarian. Hmm. Primark cool of the name. Death Guard. Yeah, he's a cool cool name. Yeah, he's a demon Primark. Yeah. So uh, the last one that we have is the Outcasts and Corsairs. Uh, Asriani Outcast, known as the Enereth in the Eldari lexicon are those Asuriani who have taken up the path of the outcast and left their home craft world to wander the galaxy when they find the rigid Asuriani lifestyle suffocating. Some may even leave the Asuriani path altogether. Such exile can also occur because the Aldari committed some unforgivable crime against their fellow Asuriani, such as walking the path of damnation that leads to the consumption of the Aldari's darkest impulses. There are many kinds of outcasts, each with a varying degree of dis- disassociation from their kin. Some craft worlders simply yearn for the undiscovered vistas and of open space and take the road less traveled. Codified amongst the people of the craft world as the path of the outcast until their wanderlust is sated. And then the Corsairs are the wildest of all the or- of the outcasts become Aldari Corsairs and Raiders. They often continue to trade with and visit their home craft world whilst plundering the starships of humans, orcs, and even other Aldari. These mavericks may even sometimes hire out their services as mercenaries to alien races, while many a voyage of exploration has turned into a military venture. The Corsairs are the ones that are much more like, like... It's not a good thing if you're like, oh shit, the Aldari are here to fucking invade. Mm-hmm. It is so much worse if you're like, oh shit, the Corsairs are here. Yeah. I mean, they do sound like more... It's not as bad as like, the Drukhari are here, mm-hmm. but it's still fairly bad. Yeah. It sounds more threatening. Most of the time, the Corsairs aren't going to... The Corsairs are going to stab you and plunder you. Mm-hmm. The Drukhari, like I said earlier, are going to skin you alive and turn you into furniture. Mm. Yeah, I would just rather die quickly. Yeah. Don't do not do all that extra shit, <laughs> you yes. know? What yeah. did I do to you? <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that to me. So that is where we are going to stop with the Eldari. Like I said, the Eldari are still around. Mm-hmm. In So we'll see more of them. In, in real space right now. But they are... Kind of at the, uh, they're they're they are still a doomed race. Mm-hmm. So there is still some um, some stuff left for them. Yeah. Interesting. So that is the Eldari. I again, I think I started off really liking them, and then that halftime show just really, I think, fucked it up. Um. <laughs> The end part um, didn't get better, um, but it was interesting, uh, and yeah, I think I like the Harley thingies better. Harlequins. Harlequins. Harley Quinn. <laughs> Whatever. I like them. I think they. I think they have a cool vibe. I could get behind their their movement. Mm-hmm. 
I also do love a performance. So yeah, I could get behind that. The, the one thing that I know about Harlequins is that apparently Harlequins are extremely hard to paint. Like the models. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because of those checkerboard patterns. Yeah, I bet. But there's a reason behind those checkerboards. The Harlequins, when they when they uh, like fight, they tend to spin. Like do pirouettes and shit, but they spin so fast that the checkerboards become blurs. That's, so they really truly are Harley Quinn. No. no. They have checkerboards and they go they 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 believe in the god of laughter. Think, Fucking Joker. Think think of okay, if they could be Harley Quinn if Harley Quinn attached rockets to her ankles and took about 17 pounds of meth. She Who could, says she doesn't. She could probably reach their speeds. Again, who says she doesn't? Have you met Harley Quinn? No, I haven't because she's a fictional character. I have. Wow. And she is crazy. I think you are, but... <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So, news. Mm-hmm. Um, we have started YouTube channels. For both shows. Yes, we did. Okay. I have started YouTube channels for both shows. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, we have. The studio has. Yeah, the studio. So, you will now be able to enjoy listening to us a lot on YouTube and being able to see some of the stuff that we're talking about. Unfortunately, it will not be videos from in the studio, but it is what I can do with what I have. The studio is not aesthetically pleasing. Do you really want to see the half-eaten candy bar I have sitting on the desk? (laughs) It's just not aesthetically pleasing in here. And I... You gotta paint the walls. We need to paint everything. Paint your face. Mm, True. But, yes. So, check us out on YouTube at Mm -hmm. Off the Books Podcast, as well as Mostly Sober Into the Grim Dark. Yeah. Yeah. But are we changing it to Off the Books Studios? No, because it's for that show. Yeah, I guess true. Yeah. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, check us out on YouTube. You can also check us out on Instagram at Mostly, so- at Mostly Sober Into the Grim Dark on on Insta, as well as Off the Books Podcast, stu- or Off the Books Studios on Insta. Check us out on TikTok at Off the Books Studios as well. Yep. And announcements? Good? You good? We're good? I'm okay. 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 All right. We'll right. be back in two weeks. We're talking about the Imperium of Man next. Whoop, whoop. Oh, As yes. I have no clue what that means. <laughs> but I am here for it. Yeah, we're going to learn about Big E. Okay. Big Amps. All right. On that note, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the uh, the weeks that you have without us and enjoy the new content on YouTube. I will be trying to get up some old episodes eventually. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys. Love you all. Bye. Bye, guys.